What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, to driver reach and freight wage production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance software solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the High Road, whatever platform you use to listen. This week, I'm honored to be joined by John Routledge, VP and General Manager at Best Pass. Welcome to the show, John. So great to have you on. Thank you very much, Jeremy. I'm delighted to be here. Well, first, I'd uh, like to thank you for being a sponsor, uh, a consistent sponsor of the show. I'm uh, I'm hoping that today you can uh, shed light on Best Pass. You know what Best Pass does, how driver safety is part of the conversation of the many benefits Best Pass offers. Uh, I'd like to unpack how customers of Best Pass can best position themselves to improve their recruiting and retention efforts. Uh, perhaps you've got a you know specific example or two of real results that our audience can relate to, and then of course we'll answer a question from one of our listeners during our deeper dive segment. Are you ready to dive in? I'm looking forward to it. Let's go. Uh, first, uh, I'd like just to know a little bit about you. Can you share a little bit about you know your background and what attracted you to the amazing trucking industry? Uh, if if I had to guess, I'd say you're from the deep south of the United States. <laughs> Close, close. Uh, I'm actually from across the pond, as they say. So I, I actually came to the US 20 years ago. I've ironically been around trucking all of my working life. I spent about 25 years in the logistics and transportation business for a variety of, of companies, uh, one of which was one of the ones that brought me over here. Um, I, I then got involved in technology and tolling specifically. Uh, in early 2016, when I joined Highway Toll Administration um, and ran that company for a couple of years, leading up to them uh, being sold in March 2018. I spent the rest of that year with Vera Mobility. And then I joined Best Pass uh, in 2021 to lead their consumer services line of business. So uh, trucking and transportation is sort of inadvertently been in my, my my career for the entire time so it's uh, it's a it's a great industry it has a lot of uh, a lot of nuances that people don't always understand um, and tolling is one and some of the other services that we touch are others so looking forward to sharing some insights and, and thoughts around that today yeah and interestingly uh, you know the challenges that we have in the United States uh, are not uh, exclusive to to the United States, correct? I mean, you know, you mentioned being across the pond. I would expect that some of the same challenges, whether that's a driver shortage or what do you call it, lorry uh, drivers, right? Like same issues, right? Some of the same challenges. It's it's a it's a universal issue, not just one that we can you know uh, commiserate with. No, I agree. I mean, you know, global logistics and, and distribution a fundamental part of the global supply chain is trucking. Um, and, and, and even more so these days than 20 years ago with the you know, explosion in online shopping and last mile delivery. Um, vehicles form a greater part of our life today than probably at any other time. Uh, and, and even through 
post-COVID, in many ways, the, mm-hmm. the trucking industry kept things moving, vital, not just vital supplies, but foodstuffs and consumables. Um, so, and, and you're absolutely right, Jeremy, it's not a unique, unique thing for the US. Um, trucking brings its uh, nuances, opportunities and challenges in, in any continent. Uh, a lot of that is around compliance. A lot of it's around driver safety, or it's just managing the process of moving a vehicle from A to B. Uh, and tolling is not a U.S. Uh, commodity or U.S. entity. Tolling exists mm-hmm. in Europe, in Asia, and Latin America, and the U.S. Uh, so what Best Pass does um, is, is, is it, as you say, it's a universal uh, component in solving that that fleet uh, management. Uh, component, one part of which is driver compliance, another part of which is uh, moving payments and managing services. And I think most of our audience, you know, a lot of uh, uh, folks that work with fleets uh, are very familiar with Best Pass, but there may be a few who, you know, who, who aren't. And so just for the sake of those very few, uh, uh, can you enlighten us? You know, what, what, when I think of Best Pass, I think of tolling primarily, and I—I uh, I actually used to be a customer back in the days when I owned a small fleet. We're talking ten plus years ago. But uh, you know, for those who aren't, you know, what all, you know, who is Best Pass, and, and what all does uh, Best Pass do? So really, we we are a mobility payment service uh, platform. Uh, we we are have historically been focused around tolling, um, but our our ethos, if you like, is simplification. Uh, we take complex scenarios and we simplify them. So if you're a fleet operator of any size and you're traversing the, the U.S., either within a region or coast to coast, you will be encountering tolls. Uh, and that can be complex because they're not all a universal toll authority. There's many toll authorities. Uh, and so what BestPass has done, and we've been doing it for over 20 years now, uh, delighted to say we've been in business for that period of time, um, and we have now over 20,000 customers, and we appreciate when you were a customer. Uh, we try and simplify the complex. We try and act as a virtual fleet, so we help support the tolling authorities. And then for fleets of any sizes, we take all of that complex tolling data and we bring it to a single bill, a single statement, a single account, and a single point of contact. Interestingly, um, you joined, by the way, you said you joined in, in 2021, which at a time, you know, we were still in the midst of, of, a, of a, you know, global pandemic. And uh, as you referenced earlier, you know, some of the challenges that uh, the industry has gone through. Um, but probably, you know, a lot of uh, been busy, you know, it's been busy the last couple of years. And I know, by the way, when I was a, a, a fleet owner and a, and a customer, those were the tough years of 2005 to 2008. Not the ideal time, certainly towards the end of that, not, not the ideal time to operate uh, a, a small fleet, but an incredible experience and uh, something that I, I learned a lot about. You referenced the ethos being uh, simplification. And what is interesting to me about the trucking industry specifically is there are a lot of more innovative and progressive industries that embrace technology and uh, operate with extreme efficiency and and trucking isn't one of them uh, traditionally or historically, but I do think, speaking of this pandemic, that there has been a much greater embracing of technology to enable operating more efficiently. And so from that perspective, I think 
I love that that is the ethos that I, I just love that you said that in one word simplification in what is otherwise a very sophisticated and complex industry and process. Yeah, and it's um, you make a, you, you raise a really interesting point. I think about you know embracing technology, and, and you're right. Traditionally, uh, trucking uh, has not been seen as you know at the cutting edge of, of technology, but I think in many ways, Jeremy, what the pandemic did is it required every company to take a step back and really think about how they operate. Uh, it introduced a remoteness. Now, we could say that for the typical or average uh, truck operator, it can be a pretty remote business, right? Because you're operating uh, out there on the road. But when I mean about remoteness and, and, and leading you to think differently about your business, it, it forced people into an environment where everyone was suddenly remote, where moving information had to be more efficient, where you couldn't just walk up to someone and say, hey, can I get this done? It just it required every business to examine itself. And it required every business to look at its costs and to look at uh, how efficient and effective was it in executing its mission. So I'm not for one, one second suggesting it was a good thing, but I think it has helped advance the trucking industry uh, to embrace not always just new technology, but new processes and look at different ways of operating. Uh, and we, we've certainly seen that. We were very fortunate and blessed to continue to grow um, in a very healthy way, uh, sort of north of 20% a year throughout the, the, the pandemic. And you're absolutely right. We're not out of it. Uh, it's still very much part of what we have to manage. Um, but it also led us to to think, based upon what we've heard from our customers, what else can we do for them? What else can we bring to the table that makes their business simpler and removes one or two complexities that aren't core to what they're doing? Well, that may be a great segue to, to get into, you know, kind of what today's focus is around, right? You know, driver safety and, uh, you, know, you know, what is it maybe specifically about BestPass that, that has a positive impact on driver safety for fleets for your customers. Yeah, this is this is an interesting one um, because the the link isn't obvious, but when you then think about it, it's sort of you have a bit of an aha moment. So we have uh, we have had the capability to process toll violations for our customers uh, really from the start of the business. So if if you had a vehicle that for whatever reason wasn't registered with us or with the toll authority and you received a toll violation, we would process that violation on your behalf and, and then make sure that your vehicle was registered with the toll authorities. Well, there's an adjacent uh, thing to violations and that's citations. And citations are things like red light camera infractions, speeding infractions, um, stop sign infractions. And we knew from feedback with our, from our customers that, that those were an administrative burden uh, for them. In other words, they would, depending on how they were structured, these citations could turn up in multiple locations. There's over 4,000 issuing authorities out there. Um, so it's not as if you can go to one place to pay them. Um, it was uh, difficult to get your handle on that as a centralized expense. And again, back to that theme of simplification, we sat there and thought, well, why don't we do for citations what we do for tolling and toll violations? So we developed a solution 
um, that we tested over a decent chunk of time. And again, it was it was designed to be as close to our current process as it could be. In other words, if you received a citation, you upload it to our portal, and from there on in, we take care of the rest. We pay it, we put it on your monthly statement, we provide uh, reporting capability and visibility so you can see the status of the citation. Is it pending? Is it paid? And at the end of each month, uh, with your regular toll statement, so within the same format, you would get a summary of um, the citations that you had submitted to us and that we paid on, on your behalf. Now, you may still be thinking, Jeremy, so what's the link to safety? You know, okay, great. These citations, they're an administrative annoyance and you pay them. That's, that's good. I can see the benefit. But here's the interesting thing. The reporting that we provide is at a vehicle level. It's not just at a citation level. So, yes, you can report by citation type. You can also report and understand within your fleet which vehicles are incurring those infractions more frequently than others. And that has enabled a number of our customers to use the service. And instead of having to spend their time figuring out how many of these things they've got, figuring out how to pay them, can you pay it online, do you need to do it over the phone, we've taken all of that away. And now we've turned that information into something that they can go back and look at the vehicle and associate the vehicle to the driver and identify, is there a training opportunity to improve the driver's performance so they don't incur citations? And we've seen, uh, and there's some, some irony, perhaps, um, because you would think that we would lo want lots of citations, uh, and that's great. But we've seen some real success stories of fleets that in the early stages of when we launched the service, which was back in April of this year, were sending bunches of these things to us each week and have now actually substantially reduced the number that they're submitting, all because they're using the, the information that we provide to go back to their drivers. And they typically are often the same driver or in the same location. Sometimes it's not, Jeremy, just improving driver behavior. That would be inferring that I think everyone is driving badly, and I'm not. In many cases, it was an awareness of where they needed to drive better. Uh, and so we've seen an improvement in the administrative process uh, for our customers. And we've also seen them be able to improve their driver performance, which by default improves safety. Uh, speed, for instance, is the biggest factor in the level of, of casualties or fatalities in a, in a vehicle accident. It is, it's been statistically proven that vehicles that speed there is a higher chance of a fatality or a serious casualty than if they're staying within the speed limit. Um, so we know that uh, um, those those red light cameras and uh, speed cameras can be pesky things. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only person uh, on, on this podcast that's received one. Um, mm -hmm. But what we are able to do is to turn those into data that can inform our fleet operators and our customers and for them to make improved decisions and improve driver performance and you're talking uh you're talking about all citations by and large right it's and then because i think naturally it might think of citations you know related to you know bypassing a uh you know a, a toll or something something may be related to tolling but it's nothing it's it's all 
sorts of uh, citations. And I think it, it makes a lot of sense. And that added visibility and the reducing of the administrative burden that you referred to, I think, um, is, a, is a compelling argument. And then when you add probably what is the most beneficial, the opportunity for rewarding, uh, or I should say for addressing behavior or improving behavior uh, from a safety perspective, I think from a from a retention standpoint, there's an opportunity to to correct and improve behavior there, and 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 I think naturally, when a company is a customer of yours, you've got twenty thousand customers. You said a customer from a re, from a recruiting standpoint, there's value when they know that they've got you know best pass uh, as as a vendor for that fleet. I think that's an added bonus just on the front end of the recruiting process anyway. And so there are there's certainly the the case to be made here that both from a recruiting retention and uh, and safety standpoint, um, it's a it has a it can have a very positive impact uh, on uh, on on their fleet going forward on the drivers going forward. And just real quick, I, I do want to get into maybe if you've got a I don't know if you've got any particular uh, examples where maybe a, a customer to um, you know, better managing of citations has led to, you know, improved driver safety uh, among the fleet. But, but I'm also just curious for those who are kind of, this is working through their heads here. Of how, how, how would this work for me? You know, maybe can you share what, what is the impact of managing those citations better through that? There's certainly the simplification, but what are some of the results? And maybe this is an opportunity to share if you've got any sort of examples. How, how is that uh, manifesting itself into? something tangible so I mean, there's a couple of things generally um there's at the first level there is administrative simplification right so you 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 send these things to us and we effectively turn quite a disparate uh group of of citations into a single place and point of information so there's the first thing so you're not having to think about uh, paying how do i record that how do i track them you literally just upload them to the portal. You basically give them to us. We digitize them, um, we and pay them, and we record that information in both a portal environment and a, and a monthly statement environment. So there's the first tangible, if you like, which is someone is not having to spend the time or multiple people are not having to spend the time. In some cases, figuring out if, if it's a dispersed fleet who do i send this to i mean we've had scenarios where um, some of the things that have been sent to us have aged uh, and there's a risk in in ignoring a citation i'm not saying that anyone is intentionally ignoring a citation but if you ignore it for long enough it can lead to um, a suspension of the registration of the vehicle so the impact now goes beyond just oh it's an annoyance and it's a financial impact I've now potentially got a vehicle that, that is about to be or has been as or has had its registration suspended. The impact to me as a fleet operator is that I've got an asset that I can't use at the moment. Right. So there's there's a, a, a real impact on my business. If you if you remove all that and you replace it with his data to allow you to make informed decisions about your fleet and how your fleet is performing and how your drivers are performing, now you've you've taken what I agree is an, an annoying citation, but you're able to turn it into, I can actually make my business more efficient. I can use information. When we talked at the top of the conversation about 
embracing technology, embracing information. To me, they're one of the same thing because good technology gives you good information. If you can take that information and make your drivers perform better, make your drivers safer, not only do you reduce your operating costs because you're not getting citations, you're not um, you're not incurring that cost, um, but you're also contributing to the overall safety on the roads. And I think there's almost a, a bigger piece in that. Um, you are then able, I think, from your you mentioned about recruitment, you're able to show your potential employees that you're serious about not just safety of the fleet, but safety of them. And that you use this information not in a negative way towards the driver or drivers, but in a positive way to ensure that they operate in a safer environment. And as I say, we had from from very early on a, a number of customers come forward and, and, and I'm, I'm using their words in many ways uh, and say, we've turned this from being an administrative pain to something that they can positively improve their fleet. I'm not saying they look forward to getting citations. They get a lot less of them, which means their fleet is performing in a safer and uh, more efficient environment. But that's, again, those aren't my words. That's direct feedback from customers who've started using the service. So it's a, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for us, for our customers, and I think that the general environment that fleet operators uh, perform their duties in. Well, I think it's fascinating, and I think it's a – it's it's something to be emulated by most of us that are also in the business serving the industry is listen to customers. What are their pains? Can you address those pains? And if so, adapt, evolve, incorporate that into your business and not only, as you said, you know, relieve them of that administrative burden, but turn that into an opportunity uh, to to uh, to improve performance. And so from that perspective, I, I think that's uh, it's fascinating. And, and it's encouraging to see examples of that being applied and, uh, and executed on uh, in the industry. Yeah, and I think the other thing is to understand the reach, right? So I'm sorry, I shouldn't have cut you off there, but um, speed cameras exist in 16 states. So I, I agree, it's not all, it's not every state in the US, but a lot of the densely populated areas have um, speed cameras deployed. Um, red light cameras are deployed in 22 states. So operating a fleet, even regionally and certainly nationwide, you're going to be operating in an area where there is a propensity to uh, come up against or go into an area that is photo-enforced and camera-operated. Um, and so it's, it's, not, it's not something that's just localised to one small part of the country. It is genuinely a nationwide um, factor, uh, and it's a, a nationwide reality. And, and we offer nationwide solutions as well as regional solutions. And to me, it's a, it's a natural add-on because it plays to simplification. It plays to processing payments. Um, we're on course to move about $1.5 billion in, in payments this year, primarily toll, but that also includes citations. So it plays to that component of what we do. And the biggest, as I say, the biggest piece is simplification for our customers. Let's be honest, Jeremy, tolling and citations is not the core of what a fleet operator or a trucker is about. They're about moving goods and they're about um, optimizing um, their freight loads and optimizing their miles traveled with freight on board. 
Um, these other things are sort of the realities of their world, but they're not core. These hopefully aren't the things that keep them up at night. Um, and by simplifying them, we make their core role and their core focus a little bit easier, I believe. Well, those other things that you referred to, they can be friction in the process, and you help to uh, remove or reduce that friction significantly. Um, we've got about a minute left, and I do want to get into the deeper dive question. And so this is a retention-related question. And, and the question is, what are some tried and true practices to improve driver retention? Now, that may seem, while certainly we've covered uh, a lot of that in this in scope of this conversation, if there's anything else that comes to mind, especially knowing that you've been uh, in the industry, the trucking industry, as long as you have on both sides of the pond, any 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 wise words, you know, one or two nuggets that you might suggest to the audience on how to uh, improve driver retention? Well, I think that uh, one of the biggest ways is to show how serious you are about the, both driver compliance and driver safety. Um, you know, tolling is a, a reality of, of what anyone in the trucking or, or vehicle space encounters. Uh, ensuring that your vehicle and therefore your driver is equipped to pass through tolls with um, with zero hassle, to me, makes their life easier. Um, I think I love the term you use, it removes friction. So the more friction we can remove, the more frictionless we can make uh, fleet operators, the better. So I think that's, that's one. Specifically to citations, you know, being able to demonstrate that you're serious about driver safety and safety in general on the roads, I think does resonate with um, both truck drivers, uh, vehicle drivers, and fleet operators. Um, so I think being able to sit there and, and, and demonstrate where we have enabled fleets to improve their, their safety and their vehicle performance. As a driver, I'd want to go somewhere that took all of that seriously and could demonstrate it. It's not just words in an application. It's here's what we've actually done. And this is our partner that helps us achieve that. So I think that turning compliance into a positive retention factor is, is eminently achievable. It shouldn't just be seen as, oh, these are the annoying things we just have to do. No, they're there for a reason. And if you take them seriously and partner with the right organizations that can help simplify them, it can become a real a real bonus for those drivers. Well said. And, uh, and John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks again for being a, a consistent sponsor of the show. I look forward to seeing you at some upcoming uh, industry events, I hope. Absolutely, Jeremy. I really appreciate the opportunity today and, and love the work that you do in terms of supporting this vital industry. So it was an honor to be here. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the High Road on whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for Taking the High Road. Mm-hmm.